0: He had a chance to talk to a couple of Montreal Canadiens prospects about a week ago. A couple of weeks before that, he had a chance to talk to a couple more. The big question now is where are they with their development and are we going to see them wearing a Montreal Canadiens uniform down the line? We'll talk about this and he'll give us his evaluation on how some players performed or didn't perform at the World Juniors as well with former Montreal Canadiens scout Graham McCagg of recruits.ca. We do it on the SICK Podcast. Marinero.
1: Turn up, your volume. Turn up your volume
0: because you're about to listen to
1: the sick podcast. The sick podcast with Tony Marinero, the sickest Montreal Canadiens podcast.
0: And now a 24th Stanley Cup banner will hang from the rafters of the famous Forum in Montreal. The Canadiens win the Stanley Cup. For entertainment.
1: Like no other, brought to you by 8.6 beer, intense by nature, and Lacash. If the last time you went to Lacash was when the Habs won the cup, it's time you went back to Lacash. The menu will surprise you.
0: Marinero, the sick podcast, brought to you by 8.6 beer, intense by nature, the beer for those who follow their instinct and live their passions in order to make their mark, and brought to you by Lacash. If the last time you went to Lacash, was when the Hubs won the cup back in 1993. Well, it's time you go back to Lacage. The menu will definitely surprise you. I am a regular there, by the way. Love that place. Don't know if I love another place more than I love Lacage. That's a true story. Uh, joining me right now is uh, a gentleman that I had a chance to meet for the very first time, actually at Lacage at the Bell Center. I remember it well. It was Thursday, July seventh. It was uh, the 2022 NHL Amateur Draft. And Grant McCagg joined me there for a pint. Actually, he was having a pint, and uh, I was having a sangria that night. What's going on? Hey, good good to see you, Tony. How are you? Nice to see you, too. And uh, I know you had a chance to talk with some Montreal Canadiens prospects. You had a chance to talk to two of them uh, earlier in the week. You had a chance to talk to a couple of them a couple of weeks ago. So you're getting a pretty good idea of where they are, how they feel, where they stand, where they're going to play next uh, where they are in their development. So talk to us. You had a chance to catch up with the guy Mark Bergevin calls a Greek God, Jaden Struble. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. I was talking to him a couple days ago and he's, uh, they already started training there. The the group at Northeastern. Uh, I just, I tweeted something there today. It just, it struck me that like they're starting cap next week and he's, uh, he's going in as a senior and he'll still be 20 years of age, which, uh, kind of blows me away. I don't know about you, Tony, when you were 20, but I certainly wasn't going into my uh, senior year in university at that point. That's for sure. It's pretty impressive.
0: Yeah. No, when I was uh, 20, I think I was uh, in uh, year three of uh, college. And I remember uh, calling one of my teachers and uh, asking him if he can help me out on the exam. And uh, I ended up bringing him a bottle of wine. But anyway, that's uh, <laughs> that's a long story. We're not going to go there. Uh, okay. So uh, even though we just did. All right. Okay um Jaden Struble of course plays for the same team that Jordan Harris used to play for they played together Harris is either going to be with the Montreal Canadiens or the Laval Rocket and Jaden Struble is going to be still like you said in Northeastern for one more year where is a guy like Struble in terms of his development in your opinion compared to a guy like Harris
2: well uh You know, he started college so early. So, you know, you got to keep in mind that he's going to be graduating at 21 and a half. You know, Um, uh, Harris a little older uh, when he graduated. Um, I think, you know, he missed a lot of time with injuries his first three years. uh, So I think he's probably a half year at least. He's going to be a half year behind uh, Harris in terms of development but certainly from a physical, you know, specimen point of view, he's not that far away from being ready physically at the NHL level, but I think he's going to need, he's going to need lots of, you know, a full year or two AHL where he gets in 60, 80 uh, pro games per year. And just, you know, to get up to where the decision-making with the puck where you know, you move it quickly enough and all that, where I think, He'll probably need a little more uh, semi pro seasoning before
0: he's ready to make the jump like Jordan could be, you know, out of training camp. This guy's a handful. I remember seeing some video footage at one point. I mean, there were a couple of scraps that broke out. I mean, he grabbed two people at the same time, one with his left hand, one with his right hand, and just grabbed them. And he was like, just manhandling both of them. I mean, the last time I think I saw someone do that, was Craig Ludwig back in the mid '80s? Was a pretty strong man as well. I think there was a fight that broke out in Philly or something, and he had two guys at the same time. Talking about a very, very strong man here. Um, my question to you is: and there's always still a place in the game for a player who's that big and that strong. Uh, how are the elements, the other elements of his game in terms of uh, moving his feet and moving the puck?
2: Yeah, he's uh, he, he's a powerful skater. Like he's just a natural athlete. All around um and uh has a very hard shot uh moves the puck well um just i think needs time you know uh needs needs to get a hockey and a lot of hockey and hopefully he stays healthy he was telling me that uh like he he suffered from groin uh, groins both of his groins were you know an issue for a couple of years there he heard it in uh habs development camp actually the first one that he attended and uh, he's been getting a lot of dry needling in the groins. He was telling me
0: that. Oh, is that you know, right? Eh?
2: Yeah. And uh, five sessions this this summer alone. He like he thinks that he probably didn't even have to do the that this year that it, it feels so good. But you know he's not taking any chances. He doesn't want any repercut. You know recurring injury. So he's yeah. been uh, he's been getting dry needling and uh, and and they do like. Northeastern's a great program. They do hip measurements and stuff, and apparently they can tell by measuring the hips how well his groins are doing. And apparently the the measurements are all good. So that's that's uh, having
0: having had boys who or having boys who who play soccer, uh, one of which has uh, suffered with the groin injuries in the past. Um, It's a tough injury to heal. For the most part, it takes time. Uh, You don't want to. Pull it, you know, overdo it, because if you do, uh, you can tear it and then and then you have to have surgery. So what you want to do, you want to give it time to heal. But what becomes very important if you do suffer from groin injuries is stretching. You need to do a lot of it before activity. So anyway, I'm not a, you know, I'm not a specialist when it comes to this kind of stuff, but I'm going to I'm repeating to you what I've been told by physiotherapists, you know, in the past.
2: And it, it the funny thing is you know you were talking about him grappling with two two players like that, yeah, you just know that like he's he's gonna love the pro game I just i know they don't fight in in college, but I just you know from any time I've talked to him uh, he's you know he he's not gonna have any issue dropping the gloves if, if it comes to to it at the pro level and he it, when I asked him about which guys you know he liked uh, the, you know that impressed him at camp he You know right away talked to brought up arbor uh jack eye and you know know, i love him because he's a fighter and i like that and uh, this like you know every impression that in the article that comes out you know people will get uh, that that's going to come out uh hopefully this sometime this weekend uh people are gonna you know get the full impression that he has no issues with dropping the gloves i don't think pro."
0: and that article is on uh, of course on recruits.ca and you can subscribe for a very very minimal fee and become a uh, subscriber grant what's the addition going for in terms of the subscription it's less than 2 dollars
2: a month for a habs uh, for full habs coverage for the year so we we keep the price uh,
0: very reasonable for everyone Wow, hard to beat that value. A Marinaro, shop all your sports licensed lifestyle apparel, including hoodies, caps, t shirts of your favorite teams from all major leagues, as well as our sick merchandise. Take a look at this one. Blah, blah rouge. Um, sportbuffshop.com. Use code SICK10 for 10% off on all of their items. Okay. Yes or no? Will we see uh, Jaden Struble in a Montreal Canadiens uniform down the line? If so, when?
2: Well, uh, asking them about. Uh you know whether he's going to sign with the canadians or not was it it, it was sort of interesting his answers like he'd almost uh, but you're you're completely reading between the lines so it's hard to say you know but you you, you do wonder whether he's maybe a little concerned that just there's where is there going to be a spot for him on the left side you know like there's just there's such depth there with uh, on the with young left defensemen and um i don't know he's not graduating this like he's not gonna graduate at the end of the year he's gonna have to keep taking some courses so that uh-huh. wasn't fully the reason you just wonder if maybe you know I, I feel less optimistic about him signing than i did with harris wow but okay. um if he does and i you know i certainly you know
0: told him that it would be a good idea if he did yeah. I,
2: hopefully hopefully that hughes connection helps you know yeah that, of course and he,
0: there was the huge connection with Jordan Harris as well, which in the end really That's helped.
2: Right. That's right, and he's been working all summer. Nicholas has been going down the uh, new skills coach Yeah. Down to Boston every week, and he's been working with him. And uh every prospect that I've talked to has been impressed with with Nicholas. He, I think he's you know he was a great hire and well overdue. I think. And, uh, that might help him as well. Certainly, you know, it's the same as Jordan. They don't want to yeah. talk about going into the year. They want to focus on the, on the year and, and, um, they don't want to talk about whether they're going to sign or not, but, uh,
0: I'm less optimistic, but I still think he will. Mind boggling. Uh, Mind boggling. They didn't have a skills coach prior to Nicholas. Really? <laughs> I mean, they, they bring them in every now and then, but they never had anyone really who was. No you know, part of the organization. Hey, um, uh, I want to give a shout out to a great service, and um, it's uh, it's um, in terms of VPN. Grab your exclusive Nord VPN deal by going uh, to the uh, website that you see, which is nordvpn.com/sickpod, to get a huge discount off your Nord VPN plan for four months for free. It's completely risk free with Nord's thirty-day money back guarantee. And if you don't know what this is, of course, when you're traveling. Sometimes you're not going to be able to watch certain content if you're going to be in another country and where you're going to be watching it from uh, basically uh, has your home address. But what you can do is you can get another VPN to actually show that you are in that particular country uh, or even showing that you're in another country when you're in your own country. Anyway, it's pretty cool because you get to watch whatever you want to watch, really. And I've used it in the past. And I got to tell you, it's uh, pretty exceptional. So, uh, once again, get a huge discount and um, off your Nord VPN plan plus four months for free. So, plus four months for free as well as the discount. That's pretty cool. All right. Uh, Blake Biondi, you had a chance to talk to him. For, uh, um, a less familiar name for many. Why don't you give his background?
2: Yeah, uh, beyond he um, he was a fourth round pick, so you know he's not going to be in the spotlight like uh, like the first rounder or first overall like Slavkowski. But he uh, uh, his first year as a freshman, he probably averaged about six minutes a, a game. He had uh, he had a little wake up call there as far as you know. He thought he had showed up at camp uh, in the right kind of shape, but he was a little top heavy. I think he had trained too much on, you know, getting building up the upper body when he he should have been concentrating a little more on on his skating and his yeah. Speed. I have that problem, by the way.
0: Top heavy and actually uh, <laughs> mid mid heavy too, top
2: and mid. Yeah, well, uh, you met me, Tony. Uh, you know, I'm not a slender guy either, but yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh but you know, I mean, it was a learning lesson, and and also, you know, a freshman on the on what was a national champion. So this yeah. time was going to be uh tough for a freshman anyways, but yeah. he, uh, you know, he got the memo in the off season last year and showed up and his skating was noticeably improved from, from day one. Like I watched, uh, I watched probably 75% of his games and he was, uh, he, he, you know, you could just tell that he had a lot better stamina, speed, uh, edges. And he, um, the kid's a natural goal scorer. He's 6-1, probably 200, you know, 197 to 2 202. Um he uh you know, he, he's a very strong kid too and but has just a a great shot and he scored 17 goals uh which was top 25 in in NCAA last year, led led uh, Minnesota Duluth in in goals and he uh you know, we only had three power play goals so was actually top 15 in in even strength goals in 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 the nation as a sophomore so that you know uh I think it's only going to keep improving and then the way he spoke there he's really got things figured out nutrition wise uh what he has to do you know sleep well eat well train well uh he's he's looking forward to a really uh big season and he thinks that you know, just like jo- Jaden
0: and uh, Northeastern, they both think they have a shot at national championships. So it'll be exciting to watch. That, both That That's pretty cool. Uh, I want to talk to you about the World Juniors because we didn't have a chance to talk about it yet. But, you know, we saw Canada over Finland in the final. We all saw the way it ended with uh, a goal in overtime by Kent Janssen, which was pretty cool. And Mason McTavish stopping the puck on the line probably a minute before. And, you know, it was it was amazing. But I have to tell you, I want to talk about one player in particular because he was drafted 17th overall in the 2022 draft. And it was around Christmas time that I too picked up the phone and I called a couple of scouts and I said, Hey, uh, Shane Wright is good as advertised. We talked about him. And then I said, You know, who are some of the guys I should watch out for? And a couple of scouts told me, Kimmel, back at Christmas time, they told me that. And then I don't know what happened between Christmas and the draft. But Joachim Kemel fell to 17th overall when the Predators were able to grab him. I really liked him at the World Juniors, Grant.
2: Yeah, it's funny you mention that because uh, the first guy that I ranked ahead of right in the uh, in the rankings this year was Kemel, and that was just before Christmas time. You know, where he uh, well, actually, it would have been October, November. Um, he started off the year like. A, he was leading the Finnish elite league in goal scoring as a uh, 17 year old uh, rookie, you know, and not a, not a very big kid either. Uh, that had never been done by a draft eligible player ever. Uh, even Barkov, you know, as good as season as he had uh, and the best yeah. ever by a draft eligible, he wasn't leading the league in scoring. And uh, he was incredible. And then he suffered a shoulder injury. And didn't look great at the World Juniors, was tentative a bit. I don't think he was ever fully, ever got fully healthy. I think he came back too soon. And uh, we didn't really get to see what we saw early in the year. So, I mean, he, I dropped him to sixth for the for my list. So I was still, you know, I, I found myself dropping him and I, he was down into the teens almost like 11, 12. And then I got thinking, you know, Pedersen, I dropped him in his draft year because he he waned in the second half, and and I shouldn't have. And I just I thought you know, got to be a little careful. You, you tend to remember what you saw last. You know your memory of short. Of course. And uh, I, but I Grant
0: couldn't... Grant, without being a scout, if I yeah. can, yeah. Um, you know, I'll I'll tell you one of the things I use right for what it's worth here. Okay, I'm not a pro scout. Okay. I took a couple of certificate courses in this and that and watched a couple Mm -hmm. of games in the press box with some scouts. But one of the things I do is I base my judgment on a player's good games. Exactly. And I wipe out the bad games because bad games, everyone has them. But if a player does exceptional things that I think other players probably would have a hard time doing, then that tells me that, you know, that could be a very special player. And the last time I, I talked to a scout about Camel, they told me, or he told me, Tony, he has some David Pasternak in him. Oh, that's a pretty good player. Yeah. No, 100%, Tony.
2: Uh, like I, I said, uh, and I said the exact same thing about him to, to a couple of fr- uh, NHL and buddies that, you know, it, I saw it, you know. If you see it, then he has it. And yeah. not everyone has it and you don't forget you should not you know even if it was before christmas or whatever you know but then also at the under 18s he did have a hat trick game where we saw it again you know yes you saw more than just a flash in that game he had a hat trick he was great so for me you know that was a big reason why i said you know i saw it with this guy and i realized he didn't have a great second half he's not that big he's under 510 or whatever but you know, or at least that's what we thought. And then it found out later on that he was actually five eleven. but uh, you know, I just, I had to put him back up into the top six. I just, uh, I had seen it and I agree 100%. He, he has the potential to be one of the top five players in this draft class. No question.
0: All right. Okay. What's besides the Kirby bo- uh, doc contract, what's the big hab story that you're paying attention to right now? You well, know, uh,
2: you know, uh, rookie camp's coming up, and uh, yeah. just it. You know, I think you asked me the same thing last time, and it's going to be in gotta Buffalo, be, right? It's Got to be Slavkowski again. Yeah, you know? I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing him. Uh, he hasn't played against 18-year-old, uh, you know, 18, 19-year-olds 19 for a while, and uh, I think he's going to uh, he, he's going to uh, wow a few people there. Are
0: you going to get out to Buffalo to watch the rookie camp?
2: No, I'm not. But I do have. Uh, uh, Dave OJ is going to, uh, going to show up there. Uh, oh, he lives in cool. Albany and he works with me at, 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 uh, recruits
0: and he he's going to go to the camp. So, uh, we're going to have, we're going to have coverage from Dave. All right. Pretty awesome. All right. So if you're watching on YouTube or Facebook comment sick, if you're listening on audio, please leave a five-star review and write sick. If you love the podcast, Grant, thanks so much for doing this, man. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks Tony. Grant McCagg of recruits.ca. The guy works pretty hard and you can get a subscription for under $2 a month or about $2 a month. Check it out. Recruits.ca. Check out the sick podcast on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and all that great stuff. Ciao for now.
1: And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the sick podcast with Tony Marinero on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google play, and Apple podcasts. The Sick Podcast is brought to you by 8.6, intense by nature, and Lacage. If the last time you went to LaCache was when the Habs won the cup, it's time you went back to Lakash. The menu will surprise you.